Because I don't want to be stuck wearing my old, outdated glasses. Because I want to wake up and just be able to see. Because enough is enough. At the Eye Center, we've heard it all. All the reasons why it's time for LASIK. Over the past 30 years, the Eye Center has helped tens of thousands of people realize the freedom LASIK provides. Now is the time for LASIK. With 20% off for a limited time with one of Northern Virginia's leading surgeons. Plus, get an additional $800 off when you schedule within 30 days. Register for your savings and schedule your free consultation now at theeyecenter.com. Some restrictions apply. Hello, it's Jessie J, and you are listening to Carla Maria Anthony. It's My Day Friday. Hey there, it's Hillary Duff, and you're listening to My Day Friday. I'm hanging out with Anthony and my new best girlfriend, Carla Marie. It's My Day Friday, bitches. Let's get ridiculous. Oh, hey. No, no I'm not ready. What? Well, the music's playing, Just so. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, You've got to be ready once the music starts playing. Huh? There's, there isn't ready. really... The word ready doesn't really apply to this podcast. We kind of just do it. Yeah, And I we guess, figure it out as we go. I guess that would be. It's kind of how this whole thing started. We just said yes to things, and it, we ended up with a morning show. I mean, and we have something in the works. Could come out in a very long well, time, but. Um, first off, welcome to the My Day Friday podcast. Yeah. There are two pressing issues that I need to talk about, Carla Marie, but I know you have a shout out first. I do? Yeah. Then you want to shout someone out for something they did for us? I was going to wait till mail time. No, do it now. Let's do it right now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, Omar works for Illuminate Magic. And it's this company that they make these, uh, they, the Illuminate Magic Night Light, Magic Night Light speaker. Try that one more time. Come on, really, Omar? Try that one more time. The let's Illuminate do, Magic Night Light speaker. Okay. It's actually really cool, and I love mine. I've been using it right next to my bed. You have yours, too, right? I do. I keep mine in my bathroom. It's like my night light. So that when I walk to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I don't have to turn anything on and met, like really wake up. Right. It's got this like soft blue I have light. A toilet light so for that. I, I pee with a soft blue light. Thanks to Omar. Yes. So he emails us and says he's been a listener of My Day Friday podcast since we're both were working for Elvis. He said I've only had one job that I truly loved. That was an inf- infantry man in the United States Army. I was medically discharged due to various injuries sustained while deployed in Iraq. Oh wow. Yeah. He said I've held various occupations since then including working for USPS. I've hated every day working jobs that I had no passion for and aggravated my medical issues. Yeah, I mean, if you're working around the yeah. post office, you're standing or walking all around town, that's going to hurt. Yeah, I mean, just talk to our friend uh, Fred the Mailman. Exactly. He's walking every day. But imagine getting Of injured. course, yeah, 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 yeah. He said making the decision was incredible. Sorry. I decided to make a, oh my, today, really? Are you struggling here? A little bit. By the way, this is why I don't read emails and Carla Marie does because I'm even worse. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. He said, I feel that both of you took a chance, leaving Elvis Duran in the morning show, but it turned out to be a great decision. I decided to make a similar decision. I quit a job I dreaded going into every day and started my own business. Making the decision was incredibly frightening and stressful. I have a wife and two kids, so this decision was not one I made without thoroughly thinking it through. I have found that I absolutely love all the processes involved in manufacturing, marketing, and selling products. Cool. I do not believe I would have ever had the courage to take a risk without the encouragement from people like you. Also, if you have any plans to visit clean Texas area anytime soon, let me know. And he enclosed the product, which was the speaker, the nightlight speaker. If you want to check it out, Illuminate Magic Nightlight Speaker. And it's really cool. And then he sent us a card and um, like a gift bag. And you're a card and gift bag. Yeah. We're covered in glitter. Yeah, he decided, he he trolled me via gift card. Or not gift card, via, I don't know card i loved it It was everywhere i mean it wasn't like one of those where it wasn't like a glitter bomb 
No, but there are some cards that have glitter and nothing comes off. This. Yeah, this came off. It was on my hands, probably in my apartment now. So, Omar, thank you. Um, So, this week's podcast is brought to you by Illuminate Magic. (laughs) Oh, really? Are they a a paid sponsor now? No, the Night Light Speaker. So, I just figured that would be fun to do. So, thank you. And I I think what's cool about Omar's email is, A, he put his life on the line, served the country. Yeah, so thank you. So, thank you for that. But um, when he came back, I know this probably happens with a lot of regular civilians, but it often happens with militaries. You try to find your niche once you're back. Um, and it it does take some time for anyone, civilian or military. And some people never find it. But you've got to, if you're miserable in a place, you have to leave. Because no one, very few people are going to come in and save you from your miserable situation. Like outwardly come and say, hey, I know you're miserable here. I have this opportunity for Ooh, you that you're going to love. I just thought of a new Marvel superhero. The what? The job saver. I don't the know. job saver. <laughs> this would be the most boring comic book <laughs> ever. Um. You have to be the one that says, this just isn't for me. And I know that. Flip a desk and get out of there. It could be comfortable. (laughs) It could pay you enough to get by. But if you're miserable while doing that, then it's doing you and everyone else around you a disservice. Yeah, what is even the point? Exactly. So I love the fact that he did bounce around and he tried to find his thing. And finally, and it takes some time, he landed in a place where he probably didn't think it was going to be his dream job or a place that he loved. But he found it. He actually says. So the Illuminate Magic Nightlight speaker that he has manufactured is also available on Amazon, which there is so go. cool. And he says, not sure if your podcast needs sponsors, but I'd love to be one. Well, get some of those dollars, homie. Well, we just... We just did it for free. All right. You know, you know what we should do, honestly? Email us if you want us to talk about your podcast for free. I think You're- instead of going to, like, high-powered salespeople here who sell things for, like, millions just of dollars, and they're very good at their job, we should just offer, like, a like $100 deposit per episode. To who? Like to whoever wants. The first come, first serve. And then what? We talk about the product? Or maybe we open up an uh, eBay thing and we put out a bid for a week and whoever bids the highest to sponsor the podcast (laughs) that week sponsors it. I was going to say. I like this new model of selling things. See, this is where we differ. Mine would be just email us and we'll shout out your product or your company. But think of the good we could do with a little extra money. There are projects we want to get off the ground that would end up helping other people, but True. we have to invest a little bit in so it. So this is like the Carla Marie and Anthony GoFundMe, but not GoFund, like the Carla Marie and Anthony fund. Yeah, the GoFund Carla Marie and Anthony fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. We'll work on that. I've, do we have to pay taxes on that? Probably. What if they're donating to our podcast in exchange for a shout if out? If our podcast was a government-recognized charity, then no, we would not pay taxes on it. Well, it should I be believe. a government-recognized charity. That We're the biggest charity cases out there. No, honestly, you know who, who should be getting charity money is the people who listen because we are not good. No, okay, so I love this. <laughs> I mean, like, Cody, Cody Ben Lewis sent us his socks. We shouted That's him out. That's true. Yeah, he did. Cody, pay up. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, you don't have to send us we're anything. We're kidding. Yeah, please don't. Not, I don't mean please don't. I mean don't. I mean, money's us. cool. Yeah, money. If you want to send us money. <laughs> My um, Venmo is. Okay. Carla Marie. No, you're not giving out your Venmo. If someone sends me money, I'm going to send it right back to you. Okay. Well, you can just decline it. You don't have to accept it, right? I'll keep it for a little bit. (laughs) Um, Was it last week or two weeks ago I talked about the fact that I want to get this camper van and kind of renovate it? Whenever it was. Kind of renovate it. Maybe make it a YouTube series or something. Yeah. And there isn't really something out there that does that. So... I was like, you know, let me... Like like the camper van kind of show, whatever. So Because it's very hyper... Local to the yeah. Pacific Northwest. But I said, you know what? Let me. Tiny houses are similar. It's kind of an off the grid thing. A lot of them are on like little 
uh, trailer beds, and that's mm-hmm. how they build them. It's that little that yeah. square footage. Um, so I was like, let me watch some of these tiny homes you documentary. Them? Well, I uh, searched it on Netflix, yeah, and I found this. It was like tiny homes documentary. Mm-hmm. It's called Little Space. I don't know what it was called. Did you watch the Little People show? No. Oh. Um, and I got like forty five minutes into it. I did it right before this podcast, actually. And here's what I I think the disconnect is between the people who want to live that like off the grid lifestyle yeah. and kind of the mainstream quote unquote the mainstream media compared to you those they're insufferably boring human beings yeah and they're kind of pretentious pricks too that's why they don't want to be a part of the rest of the world because they, they just mean- use words that no one uses in regular sentences and this okay we're a very positive podcast but yeah. I will say this when I watch those shows like those people you're right like they want to live these small they're not I, I'm getting so fired up. I can't <laughs> go for sentences. it. I watched one episode. I remember this couple of tiny like, homes. Yeah, and they. I was just like, you know what? You suck. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't even want to come to your tiny home. So I think. And I think they did it on purpose. I, I think if I get the right companies to help me out with this, like a manu- like a a parts manufacturer, and then like a mechanic to yeah. help me out, because I'm not good with well, car no. things. Nope. Um, I'm probably better. I think this could actually be like a a cool YouTube series where it takes kind of. The, the counterculture, if you will, of, like, living off the grid or getting a camper van, but making it, like, but, not super hippie and pretentious. You're not, like, you're just going to have this for weekends. This isn't going to be Yeah, I'm not life. trying to, like, screw them in. I don't want to, like, buy into your your sense fine, of community because I have my own sense of community, and I don't want to need your property you know, to own anything. Shut up. And that's fine. Go there. Like, I get it. If you go live for, in a go tiny further. home, go just in your tiny going. home in the woods, and that's fine. But I watch these shows sometimes, and I'm like... You're literally going to ruin your kid's life. Well, my thing is, like, more people in the mainstream world would think more positively about getting off the grid for even a weekend or a week vacation. If it was. If the people who were representing it weren't insufferable pricks. Did any of them have animals? Yeah, they had. uh, No. Why? Because I wouldn't. I wouldn't give my cats that house to live in by themselves. There was one couple. They had two dogs and they were going to have to live in a, I think, um, legally, a tiny home is. Under 320 square feet because anything over that is considered a regular home. Jesus. Then you have to, like, government-wise, so have to, like— my apartment considered a home? It, it would, it's considered a home. It's not considered a house. Oh. There's a difference. Your apartment is your home. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was this couple. It was a couple that had two dogs. So four Idiots. living beings had to live Idiots. in this 320-foot thing. And they're, they're living there full-time. That is their home. And I think it's cool. I'm actually down with the tiny home, tiny cabin mentality. If you're living by yourself. If you're living by yourself or maybe you maybe you buy a pre- piece of property in the middle of Montana and you just want to get away for a week. Yeah, and that's where you go. Yeah. But for me, that's not an everyday thing. That's not a I'm going to go to work every day no. from my tiny home. Now that we just crapped on tiny homes. Uh, HGTV, if you're looking for <laughs> people to work on tiny homes. I just feel like they need to. Put some personality in those things. Because the people that have personality don't, I guess they don't want to be separated the world. from the rest of the world. Okay. I would, and I think most people would consider me a pretty outgoing person. You're in, we're we're both actually introverts at the end of the day. No, I don't I'm not because if I'm if I'm by myself for too long, I'm miserable. I need same. I need people's energy. I need to like talk to people, go out, have fun, meet new people, have yeah. stupid conversations. So I think for me personally, it's I love that. Take me to I'll go to Vegas right now and go to Excess and buy oh some bottles at oh tables, God. whatever. I'll what do a, all that stuff. What a douche. I will. But 
I also, every now and then, would like to take a weekend to go to a national park and just be by myself. And that's okay to be two different people. Yeah. But these people on the Tiny Home Show or documentary that I watch. They're not going to excess. No, they're not. I mean, they're not. They're barely going in public. Yeah. And then who who takes care of your plumbing? That's a good question. Do you just, like. Poop. Yeah. Dig a hole and hope for the best. You know what, though? That's good for girls because girls don't poop. Exactly. Mm. So girls can live in all the tiny homes they want. No, I mean, did you just see like. Boys, though, there's pooping everywhere. <laughs> Speaking of, my cat had diarrhea this week. Oh, we're going to have another uh, Carla Marie cat story. Oh, is that but, it? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, now, though. Th- now, when your cat has diarrhea, does it still go in the litter box or is there just like poop she everywhere? It does go in the litter box. However, somehow she had poop on her back. On her back? You had to give her a bath. <laughs> did she poop and then roll around in it? I don't know where the rest of it is, but it's on. it was on her back. Ugh. I was like, come on. Okay, Carla Marie, if you got a tiny home, could you take your cats with you? Because they're little. They don't need a lot of space. No, they would have their own tiny home. I would love to give them their own little. Would it be a tiny version of your tiny home? No, they'd have the same size. They just live their own house. But what I was going to say about wanting to be home and not being alone, like, I used to have this extreme fear of, like, being alone. Just, and I don't mean, like, relationship-wise. I mean, I didn't necessarily love being alone. Like, in a a house or apartment? Or, like, shopping by myself. And then after a while, I was like, Shopping by myself is the greatest feeling in the world. It's so much done. I'm totally cool with going to lunch by myself, sitting there getting things done. Like, I'm not going to go to lunch by myself and stare at a window. That's not really what my life is. So then what are you going to do? Look at your phone the whole time? Take notes, be on my computer, whatever, write, whatever it is. Because if you're on your phone, you're texting people, you're not really eating alone. You're still having conversations. But once I got my cats, and this is (laughs) for real, I, and I guess I'm not alone, I love being in my apartment. Like, I have no problem being home and just being with me. I guess I'm still speaking to someone, but. Are you talking? They can't talk back. They do. No, they don't. Just because they make noise doesn't mean they're talking back to you. That's called talking. Okay. That's what I hear when you're talking. <laughs> That's my cat telling. There was an article that you actually showed me, Carla Marine. It was like how younger women are getting cats and trying, probably not super successfully, but. Starting to change the conversation from the crazy cat lady to being just a girl with a cat. So, um, I follow girls and their cats. Bethany from Elvis Rancho is actually featured on Girls and Their Cats. Well, that's an actual cat. Girls with their cats? Girls and their cats. Girls and their cats. They've got 23,000 Instagram followers, and they do, like, these sick photo shoots of badass women who have badass jobs with their cats. And so, Bethany was on there. That's how I follow them. But I guess the account was featured in um, The Guardian. Oh, cool. So, the specific account. And um, they asked the girl about her project, like, about the Instagram. Like, why, like, where did this come from? And she says a lot of things about it was just representative of any cat of the ladies I personally knew who are all independent, cool, career-driven women who really love their cats. And she's saying, like, more than a million cats or whatever it is or 800-something-thousand cats are euthanized each year. Oh, wow. If we stopped having such a stigma towards cats, there'd be less animals that were killed. Yeah. And— the reason why cats are becoming so... Also, spay and neuter your cats, people, and your, your animals. Exactly. Thank you, Bob, Bob Barker. Barker. I almost said Ted Baker. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shirt company? The shoe guy, yeah. Um, because cats, obviously, are convenient to have if you're someone who's not home Absolutely. And they're easy to take care of and whatnot. So they are becoming a go-to animal for women who work a lot, women who like to travel, women who are independent and live alone. Yeah. Where... If you go back 15 years ago, it wasn't common necessarily for a woman to work, I don't know, a 12-hour day, travel on her own, yeah. travel the world, not live with someone else. 
So now it's like, oh, well, I can have this little companion that doesn't need to be a dog that's going to wake me up and I yeah. have to walk it and whatnot. And, Go back home and to walk it. And not feel safe at night, maybe yeah. walking it, and I can still have a, a little companion. So that's why cats are becoming huge, plus cute Instagram. Now, A, regardless of what I say from this point forward, I am going to constantly, always and forever make fun of you for being a crazy cat lady. Mm -hmm. Okay? Keep that in mind. Regardless of what the what words come out of my mouth in a crazy second. Crazy cat lady's offensive. That's fine. Um, but I have seen between you, obviously, with your two cats, our friend Nada, who lives in Nashville, mm -hmm. she's got her own cat. She's been on the podcast before. Uh, cat who works here at Power 93.3. She has two cats of her own. Bethany, uh, who else? I'm, I'm missing someone. Danielle. Well, no, Kathleen is married, so I'm not counting oh, her in this right now. Sorry. Uh, there's someone I'm missing. But either way, I have seen a tr the trend kind of mm -hmm. taking hold of people I know, and... I always kind of consider myself, all right, if I was going to get an animal, it would probably be a dog, right? But Same. <laughs> but I've seen our friend Sean, who adopted a dog here in Seattle, and he has to, like, go home every now and then to go walk it or check in on it more often than you means, have to. That means that you, Anthony, need yeah. to be responsible for something several times a day. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. And I have, to, I have to walk it and pick up its poop in front of people. <laughs> You know how embarrassing that is? Yeah, I just poop, uh, poop scoop in my bath. I poop in my bath. <laughs> well, hopefully you do. In my litter box. <laughs> I scooped the poop in my bathroom. Exactly. No you know what's funny? As cute as a dog is, or as like cool looking as a dog is, every time I see a human in public picking up a dog's crap, I think, wow, you're a sucker. It happened to us at the Mariners game. Remember that dog? That was a huge, huge dump. Poop. That was a huge multi that was a multi layered, multi piece, multi location dump that that dog took. And it was like it, it was, was on a concrete floor and it wasn't like hard poop. And it, it wasn't diarrhea. Okay. Yeah, it was that weird. Like, it stuck. There was It was like things. a soft serve cone. And it's <laughs> junk. And there's this guy picking it up, and we had to, like, walk around. And that around was a security him. dog. Like, what uh, is he pooping on the job for? Everyone does, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> At some point. They just do it in private. True. But this dog, no pun intended, gives zero crap. So it was, at the, it was in the back uh, hall, like the at utility safe, hall at Safeco safe Field here in Seattle. And it just... Stopped, but I just like kind of walked, and then it was just like, "Yeah, you're gonna pick that up, bitch." Yeah. Oh, I know they laugh inside. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, continue um, complimenting me on my cats. No, no, I'm not complimenting. I'm just seeing that the trend, <laughs> the trend makes sense to me, because you can still work, you can still focus on the things you want to focus on, um, not be tied down to the schedule of an animal pooping outside. Yeah. Or in the rain in the winter. Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, that too. Yeah, I'm not going outside. Plus, they like have a constant like size. What, cats? Yeah. A consistent like, size, yeah. Yeah, like I'm not, unless you're getting a Maine Coon, which is literally. What's that? A Maine Coon is literally like a a, a baby tiger. Oh, those are the really, really big cats. Yeah, okay, yeah. You have a dog then that just looks like a cat at that point. So I got these little nuggets. I can carry them both if I want, and I can squeeze them, and they go. <laughs> why do they sound like birds? Oh, I know why. Because the, they get birds to come for them, and then they catch them, which has been you, scaring me. What? That's why cats can sound like birds. No, it's not. And they don't sound like birds. They just squawk they a little chirp. bit. Okay. Anyway, what is the scaring I have a balcony, you? and it's warm out now here in Seattle, and yes. I really want to sit on it. For I've a been, day. I've been slowly taking my cats outside to, like, feel air because <laughs> they don't. Oh, well, yeah. They're in an apartment all day. I'm taking them to the roof of my apartment building um, whenever I get a chance I'm on their little leashes just so they can, like, be outside. And... I've been taking them on the balcony because it would be so nice if I can just sit out there with them and they can hang out in the fresh air. And 
they see these crows are in like the courtyard and they, they see them from the window inside. They just follow them all day, sit there and watch them back and forth. And I'm okay. like, what if they just try to jump and get one of these crows? Oh, you're saying if you take them onto your balcony or yeah. whatever and they just, they lunge? And today. I mean, I guess it's possible. And today I wanted to take them on the roof, but I don't want them to die. Okay. I, I like, don't want them to die either. jump off the roof? Make sure the they don't. I don't know what to, t- I don't know what to tell you. I've never had a cat. If you have a cat and live in an apartment building and have a balcony and a rooftop, please Email my day Friday show at Gmail and tell Carla Six Marie what floors. she needs to do. Oh, Six no, floors? Four. No, I guess because it's in the courtyard. I don't know what to tell you, Carla Marie. I guess they'll survive four. Um, earlier, I think it was earlier this week on our regular show on Power 93.3, our morning show, we were talking about like getting married and whether or not couples should live together before they get married. Mm-hmm. We've had that conversation so many times. Of course. Podcast. Here's a different angle on it, though. Let's say, and I am Did, still is this currently. Is you talked about on the air? No. I'm still currently in the camp of I don't really want to live with my girlfriend before we're at least engaged. Okay. But Um, you've changed that. What? You never used to say engaged. Well, I said married, but like with leases, because back in the day, if you were living with your parents until you got married, you just move in when you got married because you didn't have a lease to break. Now with leases and stuff, you got to kind of time it out. And What if her lease is ending the week before you propose to her? You better sign another lease, homie. You have to propose sooner. <laughs> um, but so my my theory was let's let's take away whatever the uh, the benefits and the the downside of living with your significant other before you get married. Let's talk about the wedding for a second, because I have two friends that are getting married in September, and they've lived together for a while. They own a home together, like it's purchased. They live there together. They're doing all their they're redoing. It, they're yeah. doing all their home stuff. Um. What the hell am I celebrating going to your wedding? Right. That I realized that as we were talking, like right after we were talking about it this week on the show. No, it's very frustrating. What am I celebrating? I don't. Do you, like, do you I understand have a my question? Coming up, my friend Dina. I love her to death. Yeah. Same thing though. She bought a house um, before they were engaged. Okay. And yeah, bought a house. They moved in together. And she would listen to this right now and even say the same thing. Like, I don't know what she would probably so like, say. What do you celebrate? Like, I'm gonna I travel know. across. And I, listen, I, he's one of my best friends. I love him. I love the girl he's right. gonna marry. I'm excited to go to the wedding just because I like weddings. But in, but when you really take a step back, what are you celebrating? You're not changing anything in your day-to-day life. No, Everyone knows you guys together. They've seen you together at all the events and all the whatnot. And I bet they're probably doing it already. I would assume so. Knowing at least one of the two people in that. You know what I'm going to do? Pretty well. When I move in with someone before we get married, I'm going to say, we're not doing it until we get married anymore. Once you move in? But I won't tell them that until I move in myself. <laughs> But Russell I think the Sierra. question, and may, am I messed up for thinking that? Like, what the hell are we celebrating at this point? No, you, I'm with you. You left your, okay, you woke as up this morning. As as you are and much as I am not, I'm with you, really. Okay. And that's what my parents say. What is the point of getting married yeah. then? And I think we are moving to a culture where less people care about actually legally getting married. Like, oh. I have a cousin in Canada who has lived with his girlfriend. They lived in uh, London together. Now they're in uh, Montreal somewhere. And they've lived together, they have a baby together, but they're not married. No, and I think... So what do you, what do you also call it? Just It's going to be his girlfriend partner. forever? Partner. That sounds stupid. Partner doesn't sound romantic. No, because people refer to us as each other's partner based on this podcast oh, and this true. show. And it's, I'm like, no, uh, uh, which my brother has to do with his business partner yeah. at work. And they're both guys. He's like, this is my partner, my business partner. This is my partner who I'm not blowing. Like, that's kind of what he has to say. <laughs> Yeah, so I so partner has I guess I don't know. This is my soulmate. Like, what do you say? But this you could just say this is my wife or this is my husband. 
No one Who's going to no one's checking her paperwork? Do, does he she have a ring? Your cousin and them? Does he she <laughs> or both of them? Both. Uh, that's a good question. I'll check back and I'll let you know next week. Yeah, because I wonder that. Like, what do you do? I would want a ring. I would want something to show that this is more. I'm not saying it's got to be like this. Like a face ring, tattoo. Something. Like a solid face tattoo. tattoo this has taken. on my finger. I don't know. I just, and listen, if you are were in one of those relationships and you lived together for a long time, you lived in a home, you bought a house together, mm-hmm. had a dog or a cat together, and then you got married, please email us and maybe I'm way off. And you're like, well, we're just celebrating. Because, but- it's not a next step, right? Isn't that what the wedding really is? It's like, oh, we're, we're taking this final step together. Yeah, and, and aside from all of us coming to your wedding, like, what is in it for you guys now? Yeah, just gifts you, and You just attention? bickered probably for how many months over planning wedding stuff. Now, at least when you get married and you're not living together, you can then enjoy moving in together and yeah. enjoy that, not because, go yeah, back once, to your regular life the next day. And obviously my parents got married at this point almost, it's got to be close to 35 years ago. Yeah. It was a different time then. Mm-hmm. I think my mom still lived. Yeah, my mom still lived in her mom's house at the time. Same. My um, mom did too. And then my dad had an apartment. And then I think they lived in a very small apartment together when they first got married. And then, but they they developed and they built together. Mm-hmm. They lived in one apartment, then moved to another one. Yeah. Then they finally bought a small home in Clifton, New Jersey. But the and problem- then they bought a better home in Ridgewood, New Jersey and invested. And they grew together. But if you already own a good home together... And you've been living together for four years. What am I? What am I it's giving true. a crap about? But the problem that a lot of people—it's tough because it's not necessarily a, a wedding thing, but I think a lot of it is a housing market thing. So people will move in together younger because it's cheaper, it's convenient. Of course, a lot yeah. of us are working, and people don't want to live at home with their parents as long. There's a stigma to that now. Exactly. So most people aren't getting married at 22 and moving out with yeah. their significant other. Um, or their husband or wife at that point, they are 22. I'm getting out of my parents' house. I can't afford it. What do I do? Yeah. So, that's... so you move in with your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Exactly. But I think... I'm not saying it's right or... Yeah, yeah. Saying... I mean, I did it. I, I mean, I did it. But how much... Okay. And I think we've we've probably touched on this before. How long were you in that relationship for after you realized it probably wasn't the relationship for ten you months. because... 10 months. And that was because... I lived together. You lived together. It was it, there was a lot riding on it that I lived together. Had vacations booked, like all these things. That, I left my CDs in his car. <laughs> um, my ex ex boyfriend still has my um body board. So it's it's, it's a boogie thing. board. Isn't the same thing? Yeah, but it's like a real one. Okay, it's not a styrofoam. No. Yeah. So you were in that relationship, your last relationship, where you lived with your boyfriend for, for an extra ten months, and you kind of like convince yourself, like, no, 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 this is right, and. I'm not saying the second you have an inkling, like, maybe this isn't right, to just run away and bail. Of course you should, okay, sit of down with yourself you... and then maybe talk it out with them instead of doing what I did. So but... let's put a, what, you broke up in what, September? Yes. So let's say that the, the previous December mm-hmm. is when you realized, yeah. eh, maybe this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Then you would have probably taken a couple weeks to be like, all right, is it me? Is there something that would change? Can we fix this? And then it would have been probably another month, and then you probably would have broken it off. Yeah. Right. So let's say you, that's eight extra months then yeah. that had you not lived together, you would have had time to yourself, whatever. And not that it got in the way of your life or your goals or anything like that, but Man, that's still an extra. I haven't had but, a single, like a being a single person in the summer in New Jersey because I moved out yeah, here by the next summer. I'm just thinking single, that's everyone yeah. to be single for the summer, like Sam Hunt. Anyway, since I was I'm waiting. 14 or 15. 
And that's not even getting even a real person then. No. You're a half person at 14 or 15. Yeah. Actually, you're like three quarters of a person. Damn, now you're making me miss, wish I had a single summer. So, so go back to New Jersey and have a single summer. For the whole what, summer? Who's stopping you? I'll yeah. live there? Go for it. You could do the show here in Seattle from New York. You wake up a little later every day, which is nice because of the time difference. I can go rage every I'll be night. doing that, by the way. In, uh, oh my God, in all, a little over a week. Yeah. I will be Monday, I don't like it. I don't the like last it. day in April, I will be broadcasting from New York live. While Carla Marie and our producer Hoodie are here in Seattle. I don't like it not one bit because we haven't done one show separate. I know. That's crazy. Other than like if either one of us has been out. No, but we've never done a podcast or a morning show in, in different a different locations. room. Yeah, from each other. This will be the first time. The cord's got to be cut. Yeah. This is the time. It's going to be a disaster, by the way. Absolute cluster. Are you gonna Are you going to be here where I sit pressing all the buttons? Absolutely not. I'm going to be looking at you on FaceTime. Yeah, but the delay is going to be off. You're going to hear me at a different time in your headphones than you're going to see me on, on FaceTime. No, I'm not. Why wouldn't you? Why would I? Because our microphones, they're like wired. I don't think yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, but I still would like to see you. How does it work for Elvis and Froggy? I know he's on he's on like Froggy a FaceTime a type of very thing. Very slight delay. Very slight. You knew that. Yeah, but I'm saying the, is the video exactly on time with Froggy's words? Like if we were zoomed into Froggy's mouth in Elvis' studio. I think studio, it's so pixelated you can't really tell. Okay. But he can at least see, like, yeah. big actions. If Froggy's waving his hands like yeah, a psychopath, yeah. Elvis can be like, oh, Froggy needs to talk. No, I think we need to be able to see each other. So I'll bring in my iPad that day, and I'll Skype you, and I'll have my little Anthony cam. Okay. Well, this will maybe maybe we're breaking new ground yeah, in our I morning show. Yeah, because we travel the world. Yeah, we don't have to be, I don't have to look at you in person. Yeah, I could pause you. Yeah, <laughs> and mute you. Um, I would love, and maybe it's something that works on my, like, renovated van show that I want to put together. I would love to make it like a mobile studio and we can just broadcast. We can at least podcast from anywhere, Are but we can broadcast from anywhere. Are you saying you want to leave the regular society and hit the road and get yes. out of here? <laughs> yes, I am. I'm trying to like get out of this establishment and like live on my own. If I could just have freaking windows, I would do that. <laughs> I'd have windows all the time. Well, I don't know if windows would work in the van because if we're trying to broadcast from there, it might make yeah, a little noise. Yeah, but then we have little sound panels we flip up over the window. But actually, if you don't have windows in a van, it looks like you're trying to give out free ice cream to kids in the back. Candy, not ice cream. Whatever. Candy works year-round. <laughs> oh, true, true. No kids want candy. No kids want ice cream in the winter. I would eat it How day. are you supposed to steal them? <gasps> what? We have to talk about my big announcement. I don't know you had a big announcement. I had two. Okay. Well, this will be the last thing we talk about. Give us one one or two of your big announcements. Okay. Well, one of them is that I said 23 in me. Turns out I'm lactose intolerant. Okay. That's uh, not a big announcement. It is. Because most people find that out when they're eight, when they've been pooping themselves <laughs> after eating everything that whatever their parents make them. And their parents just say, you have a sensitive subject. Deal with it. A sensitive subject? Stomach. <laughs> so deal with it. And- Whatever, your dad poops all the time. It's fine. So that was what literally what like eight eight to so fifteen you would have, was. So you would have stomach pains and stomach issues. My stomach would swell. I literally had a. And then what did your parents do? So you're too funny. You have to poop all the time. I literally <laughs> had a swollen stomach until I was like twenty seven years old because I I cut out dairy at that point because that was the cool thing to do and I was like dairy's not good for you. Yeah. And I cut it out and honestly the last three years my skin has been great and I'll notice. Eh, debatable. When I eat dairy, it makes my eyes dark, and I, I'm like, well, I'll have it. I'll have ice cream sometimes, mm-hmm. and normally in small doses, oh, man. I'm fine. I got the best ice cream flavor ever in my apartment right now. Okay. Is That's it... not like trying to lure you there. I'm no. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want me to come there and eat it. So, 
I was like, mom, I'm lactose intolerant. Like, I knew this. And I guess we grew up in a time where, I don't know, that wasn't a thing when we were kids. No. But we, we, just we dealt had with it. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, obviously, I think I got a little immune to it over the years. Mm-hmm. But I definitely. You, d- you built up, like, a tolerance a little bit. I mean, I would still go to Applebee's and eat all the desserts. And then I would literally be like, we have to go home. I'm going to be. I would get, like, nauseous. Like, oh, wow. Almost. I would do both things at the same time. Often. That's gross. Often. Okay, so can we get it? Is there a positive announcement that's family, not talking about your your bowel like movements? 13. Okay. My family didn't know what was wrong with me. They just thought I was I overate all the time. Okay. Which was probably partly true as well. But twice. Oh jeez. There were accidents. Now that I know I'm lactose intolerant, I know what the problem was. Like stains in your pants accidents? I was 13. They weren't <laughs> What? We've talked about this before. No, we have not. This is why my friend Zach calls me Shark Wheel. Because you, oh, jeez. You know, earlier, yesterday, actually, on the morning show, we were talking about how Carla Marie is an oversharer. And she claims, she was like, no, I don't overshare. I share like normal people. You know, there are so many people out there that are like, you know what, Carla Marie, thank you for speaking to those of us who are lactose The charters? The charters of the world are very appreciative of you, Carla Marie. Shart, Zach, my friend Zach has made up okay. all the names. What's your other announcement? Well, I don't know if I should go back to back. Uh, okay, so do we hold announcements until next week? Well, I also found out that my jeans, I should, with my jeans, I should think that cilantro tastes like soap, so that's true. Your jeans. Oh, oh. You're like, because you're t- still talking about your 23andMe um, thing. Yeah. I have a variant to one day possibly get celiac disease. So it'll be lactose and gluten intolerant. Yep. So that'll be uh, cool. And uh, yeah, I'm 76% Italian and the rest is just little countries around there. Okay. So, so he's my cousin. So you're, you're, middle, you're Mediterranean, mainly Italian. And lastly, my big announcement. Okay, here we go. And no one else has been told this yet. Well, Anthony knows, but like I, no okay. one else knows this. I haven't made it official anywhere else. But starting Monday, you may hear this voice as you're walking around Macy's. How so? Explain that. I am going to be on M Style Radio. You can listen to it on iHeartRadio on our app. There's like a whole channel, but it's also the same station that airs in Macy's. That's pretty cool. So I'm on 4 p.m. To 10 p.m. East Coast time. And it's you and our friend Alex, mm-hmm. who Alex. are both the voices of that. Yeah. And you sound different enough where you should be able to tell if it's Carla Marie or not. I was wondering. I don't know how we'll we're going to sound on the air. So You're like, both girls from Jersey, up, though. Shopinistas? Wow, I'm not listening. So <laughs> um, that will be Monday, April 23rd, for those of you listening, um, if you're a little behind or catching up yeah, on podcasts. in the future yeah. and listening back to the past, you probably heard me in Macy's already. That's pretty cool, though. So go to a Macy's. If you're ever there and you hear Carla Marie, like, just have your phone ready to record it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag me. And then tell the person at the counter, Carla Marie said you get 10% yeah. off. No, don't do that. As you're buying your Mark Echo jeans or whatever you're buying at Macy's. Michael Kors. Michael Kors. Mm-hmm. What's that Buffalo brand I always see there? It's like Buffalo something. I mean, I haven't been versed in the Macy's Styles brand. Well, you better, you better I catch up. I can't get up. a style catalog. You better catch up. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you again uh, so much. I don't know what the hell we just talked about, but thank you. Tiny Homes. Sharding. For hanging out with us. Uh, it's four years and a week of doing this podcast, which is pretty incredible when you break it down. Um, I don't know what to say. Thank you very much. And I've got my Workout Wednesday podcast up right now. Yeah, I've got Side Hustlers It's all up. about how you can sleep Sorry. better. <laughs> um, how you can use, how you can first off get a better environment to sleep in. And then uh, if that doesn't work, there's some natural sleep aids and stuff that work way better than popping 
prescription pills or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, what's your side hustlers podcast about? Uh, the the latest one is a swimwear company, and there's a discount code in there so you can shop some swim in time for summer. And I'm really pumped for next week's week till you hear it. All right, that'll be on Monday as Carla Marie takes over your your local Macy's. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. You can always hit us up. I am at Worst Anthony. At the Carla Marie. And my day Friday show at Gmail. Email us with anything and everything. Bye. I'm going to get a weed massage. Stay okay. tuned. Go follow her. Bye. Because I don't want to be stuck wearing my old, outdated glasses. Because I want to wake up and just be able to see. Because enough is enough. At the Eye Center, we've heard it all. All the reasons why it's time for LASIK. Over the past 30 years, the Eye Center has helped tens of thousands of people realize the freedom LASIK provides. Now is the time for LASIK. With 20% off for a limited time with one of Northern Virginia's leading surgeons. Plus, get an additional $800 off when you schedule within 30 days. Register for your savings and schedule your free consultation now at theeyecenter.com. Some restrictions apply.